Hello, this is Easy and Nicole, and welcome to another episode of Tea Talks, where we talk about whatever we over cups of tea. In this episode, we're going to talk about the gates of hell and the hill of crosses. And we're drinking pomegranate black tea. We chose that tea specifically because of the story of Persephone. Um, if you're not aware, because Isis wasn't, but you know she had she was tricked <laughs> by Hades into eating six pomegranates. So then she had to um, stay in the underworld for six months out of the year, and that's how we have like a winter and whatever. And that's the story. <laughs> Wait, you said six entire pomegranates or six seeds? Because the seeds. before you said seeds, and now yeah. you're saying six entire pomegranates. I meant seeds. She ate six seeds. Was this supposed to be like what, like a metaphor for something? Like pomegranate seeds? Like, I don't get it. No, you're just not supposed to eat. You're not supposed to eat pomegranate seeds? Underworld, you're not supposed to eat, so it's like she ate here. Where'd she get the seeds from? Hades tricked her. Okay, so um, she had to spend six months there and then they fell in love oh, and got so married. Oh, wow, yeah. no, the <laughs> whole thing any... was that's how like winter and then she goes up top. Oh my god, and then that's like spring and summer because she's so the she had kind of like Stockholm syndrome because he was holding her there and then she Look, was like, they were in love <laughs> do you ship them yes <laughs> <laughs> well i just wanted to say that i think that hades is gender fluid okay <laughs> okay <laughs> of hell in north dakota so I that's what that? i yeah like for the topics so that's what i looked for at first and there's a lot of um gates of hell in north dakota well there's are stories. you serious what the hell <laughs> that's um, not normal so people say the stairway to hell is in tagus north dakota uh tagus was founded in the early 1900s and it's now mostly abandoned like many other small towns in North Dakota um it's just a few houses and um abandoned structures and stuff like that so uh rumor has it that there is a Lutheran church there that once was a hot spot for satanic worship it is said that um, a large upside-down cross was once painted on the outside of the church, and underneath it, you could step right into hell. What? Um, it's mainly only rumors. <laughs> 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 because vandals burned it down. But it's said that if you sit, stand in the right spot, you can hear the screams of those condemned to hell. Wow. Yeah. I um, wouldn't know what to make of that. Apparently, uh, people who pass through Tagus have encountered a lot of odd happenings, like aggressive barking dogs that appear out of nowhere, 
visitors report people chasing them out of town in their cars and even people shooting at them. Mm. Um, but they're not ghosts. It's just people. Uh, so the people that actually live there don't like the town's reputation. But gravestones are said to glow green and a translucent train has been seen on old train tracks. Um, strange sounds have been heard and curtains blow um, when there's not wind uh, in a lot of the old houses. But people say that um, the town's reputation was just an, from an urban legend that spread quickly. But you know, who knows? But another um, story from North Dakota is the back door to hell in stark weather. North that Dakota. sounds really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like a porno <laughs> title. Uh, but in 1996, the world, the Weekly World News made a tabloid story go viral. Um, this is like before technology. Uh, okay, <laughs> before uh, technology. You know, because it was just like a tabloid and it went like viral like mm-hmm. across country. But it was, it was reported that a farmer was clearing out an abandoned field when he uprooted a tree and found a pit filled with bones. Uh, further investigation revealed a deep spiral staircase that entered another dimension. What dimension? An alternate universe with Dean and Castiel? <laughs> no, hell, <In> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I mentioned Supernatural again. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Uh, But then an elite team of devil hunters was assembled. There's a thing. There's devil hunters? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that? They hunt the devil? They wanted to root him out (laughs) on a secret mission. (laughs) And that was the story they printed. Do they have a website? (laughs) <laughs> I want to check them out. <laughs> okay, that was the story the tabloid printed. Okay. And that went viral. <laughs> and people <laughs> like you really believed it. <laughs> I believe it. I want to see them. And so they started going to the town and they really wanted to find it. And other newspapers and radio shows uh, would report on it and they would call the residents. Um, to ask them about it and um, a lot of the residents honestly they just started to play along with it to have some fun and um, like people really went out to dig up the ground to find the stairway just because this oh my this, gosh uh, this tabloid uh, printed the story. Are you telling me that the devil hunters were not real? No. Oh my god! I really <laughs> wanted to see them. <laughs> but there's a lot of stories in particular with North Dakota, but a lot of them are just like that. They're like, they were just invented for many reasons and everything. Um, but then after I looked that up, 
I looked up in general just the gates of hell and again there's like a lot of stories um but they're believed to be in like various places across the world um and they're usually found in uh, regions with unusual geological activity like with a lot of volcanoes or if there's caves and lakes or mountains mm. that's usually where the gates of hell is but um most of the things are like from legends so like <laughs> uh from greece and realm stories um a lot of people were abducted through to hell like abducted was, to hell yeah you know you know people just like don't go there they were just abducted you know um <laughs> okay. it was said to be a cave at the eight the edge of lake avernus on the bay of naples uh that's where hell was that's how hercules entered hell um what is hercules from Greek mythology. mythology. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't According to legend, this Roman soldier named Curtius rode his horse into the entrance of Lacus Curtius. What? I guess it was named that after he died. But he tried to close the gate of hell, and and they died. Uh, Lerna Lake mm-hmm. was also another entrance. The Atrion River in northwest Greece was an entrance for Odysseus. Um, I don't know how to say some of this stuff. Modern day Turkey. Um, so you're saying there's a lot of gates of hell all around the world. Yeah. And you can just, like, fall in there and just be stuck or abducted in hell? Yeah, apparently. What if you just eat pomegranate seeds when you're on earth? Would you be stuck in hell? I don't think so, because a lot of people Mm. like pomegranate seeds. How do you know they're not in hell? I mean, maybe that's why this... (laughs) world is so shitty because people eat pomegranate seeds i think that's that's it we just so we need discovered to start a message <laughs> Stop psa eating do not eat pomegranate it's seeds <laughs> that's why it seems like we're in hell uh in the medieval period mount etna on sicily was the gateway of hell maybe it just moves um, <laughs> what the hell? No. <laughs> in medieval times, the gates of hell were just depicted as jaws, um, which form like a hell mouth. Jaws. Um, so they were really... Um, wow. I mean... Creative. How and about, then, are there stairways to heaven? I don't, I didn't look that up. There's a highway to hell. <laughs> well, in that one story, they had stairway <laughs> to hell, mm. you know. So, apparently, Augusta Rodwin was commissioned to make a pair of bronze doors to symbolize the gates of hell. 
um, which is in Paris, which uh, didn't the open. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Apparently, he spent seven years making the doors with like there's like two hundred figures on it. Um, he was first inspired by Dante's Inferno. Of course. But during his lifetime, the model was never cast. So, like, it was cast after in 1925. Um, and it was one of his defining works. So he didn't even get to see it. He didn't finish while he was alive? Like, the... Um... He did the um, mold, I guess, and they didn't cast it. You see, here's a picture. Mm. It looks really elaborate, but it's that just like really nice. the door. Like it doesn't. You can't go <laughs> it's, in it's it. It's like and go more to the like symbolic. Than... Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, this is like the the door to hell. This one. Looks... Oh, see, that's the mouth of hell. That's gross. And then this one is like um. This lava pit in China, which is the portal to hell. Um, <laughs> in Pennsylvania, there is a town that has the gates of hell. But I'm wondering, in all these gates of hell, like, have pe- how do people Japan. know that, that that's those are the gates of hell? Do they, is it just because they hear screams or because, like, the, they've entered and then been like, oh, shit, I'm not going in there anymore? I don't know. I don't know if they just see, like, a pit of lava or, like, a a really eerie, like, clique or something. And they're, like, through there is the gates of hell. Because they're scared and then it just spreads. <laughs> oh, my you know, god. That's what it seems like. But, yeah. That's interesting. I don't know if, like, if I see something scary, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is the gates of hell. And then I'm like, my friend found the gates of hell. And they're like, oh my god. And she went to hell. I'm like, yeah. I'm still stuck on those devil hunters. I really <laughs> wish I could, I could meet them. Like, I want to know what they're about. Just search in Google devil hunters. I'm sure something will pop up. Devil hunters. Maybe you'll be able to talk to someone. I we just... should have a guest, a special guest of a devil hunter on the podcast. But you said they weren't real. I'm sure someone thinks they're a devil. <laughs> There's ghost hunters. <laughs> we should just interview ghost hunters. <laughs> That's more realistic. Um, so I'm going to talk about the Hill of Crosses. And honestly, I had no idea what this was about. I just knew that we had it written down and... I went in there and I was like, okay, this is going to be super scary or something, but it's not scary at all. This so- is like about the Gates of Hell, it's just like- <laughs> But this isn't scary at all. <laughs> so the Hill of Crosses, it's a site of pilgrimage about 12 kilometers north of the city of Xiaoliai. Xiaoliai. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce any words ever. In northern Lithuania, the city of Sia. I should have looked this up how to pronounce it, but I didn't. You're not professional. 
Cialio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was founded in 1236 and occupied by, by Teutonic Knights during the 14th century. The tradition of placing crosses dates from this period and probably first arose as a symbol of Lithuanian defiance of foreign invaders. Um, since the medieval period, the Hill of Crosses has represented the peaceful resistance of the Lithuanian Catholicism to oppression. Over the years, um, people have added many crosses and crucifixes, as well as statues of the Virgin Mary, carvings of Lithuanian patriots, and thousands of tiny effigies and rosaries. And I looked at the pictures, and it's really cool. Like, there's so many crosses stacked one on top of the other, and there's all shapes and sizes, and they looked really cool. And, um, well, I'll get more into that. In 1795, Siauliai was incorporated <laughs> into Russia, but was returned to Lithuania in 1918. Many crosses were placed on the hill after the present uprising of 1831 um, to 1863. By 1895, there were at least 150 large crosses. In 1914, there were 200, and by 1940, there were 400 large crosses surrounded by thousands of smaller ones. So they're just counting the large crosses, but there were a lot of little ones. Um, so there's like, right now, there are... They're estimated to be about five fifty-five thousand in nineteen ninety, and then a hundred thousand in two thousand six. And then I looked up um, other sources, and they all said like basically has like around a hundred thousand up to today. Um, so basically, um, the city was captured by Germany in World War Two. And they suffered heavy damage uh, when the Soviet Russia retook it at the war's end. From 1944 until Lithuania's independence in 1991, Siao Siao was a part of the Lithuanian Soviet Socialist Republic of the USSR. During the Soviet era, the pilgrimage to the Hill of Crosses was a vital expression of Lithuanian nationalism. Um, the Soviets, they kept removing the Christian crosses on the hill um, uh, three times during 1961, 1973, and 1975. The hill was leveled, the, cro the crosses were burned or torn in turned into scrap metal, and the area was covered with waste and sewage. Did but, they just pour buckets of waste and sewage onto it? Yeah, like yeah. they were just trying to destroy it. Um, I know. Horrible. Um, because they knew how much that meant to the people, but, like, apparently, like, a big part of Lithuanian culture is creating those crosses and, like, mm -hmm. their faith and stuff, but they were just, like, pissing all over it. Um, after these desecrations, the locals and the pilgrims from all over Lithuania quickly replaced the crosses on the sacred hill. In 1985, the Hill of Crosses was finally left in peace. Um, the reputation of the Sacred Hill has spread all over the world, and every year it's visited by many thousands of pilgrims. Um, it became popular throughout the Christian world by Pope John Paul II, who visited it on September 7th, 1993. Oh my gosh, I'd been like less than a month old. 
<laughs> um, he offered a saint mass on the hill and prayed for the martyrs of faith in Lithuania and the entire Christian Europe. Um, the Pope named Lithuania the country of crosses and the hill of crosses a very special place in the world, accumulating the suffering and pain of the century, but shining with the hope of resurrection. Um, the crosses are basically carved out of wood and sculpt or sculpted from metal. They range from three meters tall to the countless tiny ones hanging on the larger crosses. Um, there's rosaries, pictures of Jesus and the saints, and photographs of Lithuanian patriots um, on the larger crosses. On windy days, breezes blowing through the forest of cross, forest of crosses and hanging rosaries produces a uniquely beautiful music. Um, I was gonna look up videos to see if that was true, but I got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Tourists who come to this place say that the hill attracts them with its tranquility, spirituality, and the authentic and sacred presence. Which sounds really cool. It made me feel good because I usually, like, I was expecting something scary from this. But then I was like, oh my gosh, okay, so this is spiritual and it's, like, a symbol of, like, kind of, like, them. I don't know if it's rebellion, but them trying to keep their faith and against. And, like, wartime. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's really nice. So again, the cross-making craft is one of the most unique Lithuanian crafts. Um, traditional Lithuanian crosses are unique masterpieces of ar architecture, blacksmith, sculpture, and painting. They're valuable Lithuanian folk heritage, but most importantly, the Lithuanian cross-making is so strong that it was not interrupted even under the Soviet power. So I thought that was really cool. I really liked that Pope John Paul II was there. I remember that Pope because, okay, so I grew up with my very Catholic grandma. And she would make me um, do the whole, like, Catholic thing. Like, she dragged me to church. She would always make me go to Sunday school. I became really close to, like, the priest. But not in a creepy way. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she would um, make me do the rosary like prayers. And one of the things that she made me do was basically love the Pope. And I remember her being like, oh my gosh, the Pope he's so beautiful and he's perfect and like he's like she like idolized him and I remember that and I would just be like yes he is he's the perfect person ever and that's that's what we did you know mm -hmm. um so I thought it was cool to see him mentioned cause I was like oh my gosh I grew up loving this pope and he went all the way to the hill of crosses and he made it popular and I was just it just brought back a lot of memories of the Pope and me loving the Pope. I forgot I loved the Pope. But you know what? I think I Such still love the thing. <laughs> As a kid, I As loved a kid, the Pope. I loved the Pope. <laughs> I did. And I, I think loved I loved Winnie the Pooh when I was a kid. And I loved, you the, loved the Pope. <laughs> and the Virgin Mary. She was like my everything. Because I didn't know that Jesus was the main like he was God's son, but I just saw him on the cross and I was like, 
you know and i, and I mm-hmm. didn't find him interesting but i saw the virgin mary and i was like she is holy she is the queen she is the leader <laughs> of everything and i was yeah. like maybe you have to pray to jesus so he can go be like hey mom can you help her out but like that he was only the the, the messenger the, mm-hmm. yeah because i just thought she was only like one she's that busy. She's the mom. yeah <laughs> yeah so i have a long catholic past but the pope i don't know i was happy to see the pope <laughs> <laughs> we should try to visit the hill of crosses in lithuania yes where That'd is Lithuania? Really cool. <laughs> it sounds <It's>... really far. <laughs> well, we have to travel there. Oh my And it'll God. be cool. We could make a cross to put there. That'd be nice. Because I, I think because we paired the hill of crosses. Because the picture looked creepy. Right? The picture you showed me like a long time ago when we were creating a list of topics. Of the hill of creepy. crosses? It looks creepy. And you didn't know, you didn't tell me, like, any stories. Who, you, who's the one that made me add that into the list? You did. But you I didn't the gates know of about it. in North Dakota, See? and you put the Hill of Crosses. See, you didn't show me it in the light. You showed me, like, a really dark, creepy picture, like, at night. But I didn't know about something. the Hill of Crosses. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You put it. I swear I did not. And then we paired it together because it was going to be creepy. That was your idea. <laughs> like the gates of hell because you're like, isn't that creepy? You know what? I think we needed a balance. And that's my favorite one. You see, like, you see, I think that's Jesus. And those are all those crosses hanging on him. He has, like, dreads. <laughs> like he looks Look, like he's Jesus bent over white because um of the crosses. Yeah, that looks really cool. And there's like a cool. path you can walk. Yeah, I all of them. I do wish I could go there just because I feel like I want to feel that spirituality and be mm-hmm. like, yes. You can put your own little cross there. Yeah. Ooh, it's snow. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, I think it's nice to, that they kept up um, with the with the tradition, and it's just really symbolic for them. I really was expecting something creepy, but I didn't want to dig too deep into it. Like I was like, should I type in Hill of Crosses? creepy stuff <laughs> so I was like no, no I'm not gonna ruin it I don't know if, I'm sure if I dig hard enough I'm sure people would be like you would not believe what I saw when I went to the hill of crosses oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but I was like I'm not gonna do that I'm just gonna keep it there and just have a nice thing to combat the gates of hell and every time you say gates of hell, I hear gay. But I don't know. Gates of hell. Oh my gosh. There are no gays in hell. Unless they're a band murderers. Name. <laughs> <laughs> a band name. We're the gays of hell. We're the gays Welcome of to hell. our show. 
<laughs> That's how they talk. I will be the drummer because when I was in high school, I had a band with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the triple sensation. Yeah, did I have a band? <laughs> Three videos up on YouTube being like, we're gonna make music, and then you like never did. We are the triple sensation, and then I was the drummer. <laughs> like, you work only, you don't know how to drum. Wait, was I the drummer? <laughs> you don't even know. I was, I was, I think I played the guitar. I don't play guitar. <laughs> it's just a word of mouth only. <laughs> but I wrote songs <laughs> about my crush. <laughs> you should find those and we should make a podcast. About the about songs? <laughs> just have all your like, old writings. No. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh my lord. All right. Okay, so (laughs) we're bad at ending. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I didn't die. (laughs) What? (laughs) Do you remember last time I was like, I probably, I don't know if if you'll see me again because I'm probably going to die. See? Now you have it recorded. I made it. That you didn't die. Wait, why were you dying? Because of my regular heartbeat and Elvis Presley dying because of that. Oh, yeah. I think you made it. My therapist told me, ECs, the reason you have a regular heartbeat is because you have a lot of anxiety. And I was like, no, I'm going to die. And she was just like, okay. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> well... <laughs> That's it for today. <laughs> You'll hear us next time when Macy's continues to not die from her anxiety. <laughs> Bye. Catch you later. <laughs>